Namaste, friends. You are listening to Impact India, a podcast that deep dives into the epic stories of social impact leaders and innovators across diverse sectors in India. This podcast is brought to you by Cause Artist, and I'm your host, Jasmine Rain, social entrepreneur and director of Hotter World. You can connect with me on social media at Jasmine Rain. Each episode, we're exploring the challenges, successes, and opportunities within social innovation in India and helping you become a more conscious consumer in the process. So, without further ado, let's jump into our episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Impact India. Um, today, I am so excited because I am speaking with Raj Jain from Going to School, also known as School Chalet, which is a creative, not-for-profit, and educational content company that makes design-driven stories to teach young people skills at school, online, and on national television. Their stories have been incorporated into national curriculums where they've been read by 10 million children, incredible, and their films air on national television to over 10 million people, or sorry, 100 million people in India. So Raj is the partnership and program lead at Going to School. He is based in Bombay, and I am so excited to share everything we are working on with empowering youth through education and arts. So Raj, welcome to the show. Hi, it's, it's great to be on your show. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Um, I guess to get us started, I'd love to just kind of dive into a little bit of the history and the impact to date with School Chalet and, you know, what really inspired the cause? Uh, so uh, going to school was essentially started by Lisa Headlock, who's a director and CEO. Uh, she, she had come to India in 2001 and she was writing uh, so, uh, as Lisa tells me, I remember one of her, she's a teacher in the UK and one of her students actually asked her, what is it like going to school in India, uh, which made her actually to come to India and she wrote a book by the same name, going to school. She traveled all around India from Kashmir to Kanyakumari, visiting local government schools and, uh, you know, essentially documenting what, how is it that children in India go to school. And she released that book somewhere around 2002 and in 2003 she started this not-for-profit called with the same name going to school so that's that's essentially the story Lisa is still the director and CEO of going to school and she sits with us in the Bombay office so she's been living in India for 20 years and she's the CEO of the company amazing Uh, and so currently you guys have quite a few projects um so can you tell to dive into a little bit about kind of your role and what you're up to and how you're you know engaging youth all, yeah. all that good news. So we're essentially a design and um, content company uh, who who implement through. I mean, education is is where we are at. So we have this beautiful partnership with the government of Bihar. It's five year, uh, five year long uh, MOU to actually deliver design driven uh, stories in these schools. Because uh, first, basically, to tell you the ground realities of Bihar, uh, most of the kids below belong to extremely low income backgrounds. And they don't even have basic necessities. They have, they've never had, you know, uh, access to a computer. Or they've never operated a computer. The ground realities of Bihar, as in, I mean, uh, more than half the kids don't even come to school. When they do come, it's essentially just for the midday meals. So we've had a, a and the sort of way of teaching in our in government schools in India is very traditional and orthodox, where you have certain textbooks and you have a curriculum which is not really modified, and kids have to 
um, I don't know if you know about the concept of in India, they do a lot of rote learning, which is just mugging up the content and up exams. We actually defy those concepts and the content we create uh, is incorporated in the uh, Bihar government curriculum. And what we're doing is we essentially writing design driven stories where we're telling, uh, we may, instead of uh, proper chapters with different subjects, we're actually making stories, real world stories, where we have, you know, a young character as the protagonist and he or she majorly dives into different professional fields and you know a girl probably starting a honey company or getting into an entrepreneurial background so we designed these uh, graphic novels making 30 of them for Bihar and they will be incorporated in the state curriculum similarly we have uh, a national television show which came on colors tv two years ago and we're going to release our second season it's called children's crappy news service Scrappy, along with being a children's national television show, is also an in-school program which we'll be implementing in 1,200 schools in Bombay. We're already doing it in Kolkata, Bangalore, and Bihar. So Scrappy, uh, the first season came out on Colors Channel, Rishte Channel, two years ago. And then it was sort of broadcasted on Doodarshan also, which is the national channel of India, which is why our content has such a wide reach. So we effectively reach a couple of million kids just in Bihar every year. We have offices in uh, seven districts of Bihar, one in Kolkata, one in Bangalore, one in Bombay, one in Delhi. So we <clears throat> reach out to different government schools in all these states and cities. And uh, apart from that, what else? Uh, uh, I think I mentioned the 10,000 birds learning how to code in Bihar. That's our most recent project, which uh, I was part of. I onboarded Microsoft. So Microsoft is partnering with us to teach um, problem solving, to sort of incorporate problem solving ability for girls through code in schools in Bihar. And these are schools which uh, have never had computers or computer teachers. So it's been a very learning and very enriching experience doing that. So we do content in various forms. It's in form of offline graphic novels, which are these really beautiful books. I can, in fact, um, send you a soft copy of one of them. Yes, uh, I love do, that. We do a national <laughs> television show. We have an app and a website called Map of Me, which which is another project that I'm leading. It's for uh, uh, jobs, entry-level jobs and entrepreneurship opportunity for kids from low-income backgrounds. The target audience, 16 to 23-year-old kids, especially women in the state of West Bengal and Karnataka. So that, that's happened on a website which just recently released. We did the alpha launch. Uh, we did funder volunteering activities. Now it's, uh, I mean, in a couple of months, it's going to be a full-fledged website with multiple job opportunities uh, directly uh, supported by content along with entrepreneurial opportunity for the kids in these two states. So we make content in a lot of different form in short videos for our app and our website for offline content in form of uh, graphic novels. We have a national television show. Um, so yeah, that's, that's how we, that's how our contribution and impact in education lies it's through different mediums, but really new age and impactful content, which is very relatable for today's audience. Um, that's, that's, that's what we do. That is absolutely incredible. And I'm curious, I mean, how big is your team? These are a, a quite a, quite a few projects and, yeah, and so, regions to be working in. Uh, guess 170 to 200 people in the organization. Oh, wow. Amazing. And we work with volunteers and partner organizations as well. So we work with the government. We work with uh, college volunteers. Uh, we work with a lot of other not-for-profits who are our implementation partners in some cases. So, yeah, it's, it is a lot of people. <laughs> 
That's absolutely incredible. Um, I'm curious, I, I feel like, especially because our audience is a mix between, you know, South Asia and, and North America, um, you know, for, for people who, who aren't totally aware of the geography and maybe some of the challenges in working in some of these uh, communities, would you mind going into kind of some um, background around, you know, the complications or the challenges for youth in states like Bihar so that our audience can understand a little bit more about why a program like this would be so crucial for these vulnerable communities? Okay. So uh, just, uh, so our, our MOU with the government of Bihar is to reach out uh, to make graphic novel along, I mean, the, the backbone of this making content and graphic novels for the kids and entrepreneurial and job stories is essentially that we actually even um, have job placement, entry-level job placement for the kids who are passing out of 12 because Bihar uh, doesn't really have a lot of uh, job opportunities, one. Secondly, uh, not everyone with a growing population, not everyone who's going to get a job. So entrepreneurship is a really important element for the young kids growing up in India right now, especially North India and states like Bihar. So uh, uh, just to go in the background of schools, uh, just schools actually differ in quality. Uh, so there are some schools which are really good, but there are some schools which uh, are way far off behind. I mean, they don't have basic infrastructure like proper toilet for women or even, you know, roads leading to the school are not good enough for kids to even have that interest to come to school. So we work with uh, a variety of schools. Uh, all 3,000 schools, in, in, at least in the state. And what our sort of ultimate aim is, we make these 30 graphic novels. And um, our implementers cannot really go to each and every school. So what we do is we train the teachers in these schools, the teachers and principal. In fact, a month ago, we had a huge event. So we piloted 100 schools this year. So we called in all the principals and teachers from these 100 schools to Patna. We had a brief chat with them. We told them what our... Uh, the government officials were there. So along with the government, we told them what our goal for this year is, how are we going to reach 300 schools? How is it that we're going to train the teachers? Because um, it is one thing to actually reach out to the students and try to teach them something. Uh, at the same time, it's very important that the teachers in the school are equally informed or equally on board to teach this content so that uh, kids can sort of explore new age things because these teachers also haven't been given any training or uh, according to the modern needs. So uh, first we designed the curriculum in Bombay in partnership with a lot of organizations and the government in Bihar. We first figured out what are the kind of jobs that are available, what are the kind of enterprises that young people can start in Bihar. On the basis of that research, we start writing and designing the graphic novels in Bombay. Bombay is where our content team sits. Then uh, we go through the process once we've written the first draft of a novel, which contains a whole story. It contains activities that the kids have to do after starting a story. For example, if it's a story about a woman starting a honey company, right? Then the activity a kid would do is she would, he or she would uh, in a group go to a honey farmer in their state, in their region. They would go and ask them questions, research-oriented questions. How is that they started the business? What is the kind of margins they have? How is it that they produce honey? Uh, how that they run the business? So basic research questions. So uh, we have activities in the book. So once you make the first draft of the content and the activities, then we test it with a 50 or 100 schools in different regions to see the feasibility, to see how the kids are interacting with the content, to see if the kids can completely understand the content. Once we have that feedback down from our teams in Bihar, then the, kid, the content is rewritten or modified in Bombay. And uh, till the time we reach, till the time perfecto, a certain graphic. So, I mean, all of last year we were doing this. We are ready with 10 graphic, 10 or 15 graphic novels out of 30 right now. 
and somewhere around this year all the 30 graphic novels would be going in 8 9 10 11 12 five grades the 8 to 12th grades in 3000 schools in bihar so um, i mean the ground realities differ as um, in a way i mean we face a lot of problems uh, for example there are a lot of kids right who essentially come for the midday meals in schools the kids the schools offer free meals for kids that's an sort of a motivation for the kids to come to school mm-hmm. but what we observe in a lot of places is kids run away from the school after having those midday meals so right. uh, it's also uh, the aspect of interest how is it that you keep on the interest of the kid and their family so we interact with the families of the kids uh, in a lot of districts and how to keep kids at school and how to sort of help them make a transition from school to work we work along with organizations we do a lot of research and that's how we make these graphic novels and then after finally after teacher training t- training teachers we actually implement them in school so uh bihar is a little difficult place because it's also the poorest state in the country and the most uneducated state in the country so mm-hmm. you have to face a lot of regional difficulties to be honest but i think our teams in those regions i mean we have seven offices in bihar right so yeah. uh, uh, we really depend a lot on our teams to actually manage those problems because the teams belong to those local areas and they have a holistic overview and approach to you know dealing with people or solving these problems and then sort of reporting it back to bombay which is the headquarters and then we make those changes in our plans and our content according to that so it's constant communication dealing with government dealing with different entities dealing with students on a very ground level the parents of the students to figure out what is essentially the need um, of the moment how is it that we can actually make an impact by creating content which is going to have an impact in a kid's life going forward and then actually doing it at the end of the day so yeah that, that's that's what it is about bihar oh yes but if um, you have specific questions i mean feel free to ask i can give you it's just i'm i'm giving you a very I'm giving you a brief, but if you have any specific questions, I'm I'm more than happy to answer. I don't think this is a brief brief at all. I think this is super in depth. Thank you. Um, right. I think just adding on that, I, I think this is this really is such a beautiful grassroots approach to youth empowerment and you know access to education, um, especially when you know they're again uh, being one of the poorest states and having a lack of opportunity and. also there being some very intense stereotypes around people coming from bihar and the types of you know um lower income jobs that they might take up across india i think it's really really powerful that an organization like school challenge is coming in and really starting with you know young, with the youth to let them know that like yeah. you can be you can be the 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 hero in this story like here are the tools here are the resources here are the programs so that you can be this this hero and and go on to lead a beautiful life and and that kind of helps continuously break cycles of poverty and um i think uh what i really love here is that not only are you very focused on storytelling but you are creating these beautiful new stories through your work and you know and I, i'm curious even just you on a personal level like why do you believe storytelling is so crucial to the success of you know youth engagement and in influencing young minds because i mean it's a very simple concept right we live through stories all our experiences in general it may be me it may be you or it may be a kid from a household which earns barely 2000 rupees a month right we all live through stories and stories is stories are things that we connect with stories are things that we are willing to listen to so if 
if you are approaching education in a storytelling manner right it it has a higher impact though person on the other side in this case a 12 or a 15 year old kid in a government school would be more inclined to listen to it and it's more relatable i mean the stories also we're telling uh most all the graphic novels are based around kids who sort of go on to form enterprises so there's a relatability factor for the kid studying in that school who can sort of see himself or herself being that person in that book which is which sort of um one is the aspirational value that it provides uh, one thing that states like bihar or uh, economically backward states lack is the is an aspirational element in the kids or in families because these families have gone through generations of you know poverty right. so uh, there's a basic aspiration that they lacking but once you find a story which you can relate to or you can see yourself become right that really helps them uh you know visualize themselves in that situation and possibly take some action for themselves to reach there so i think um storytelling is uh, is extremely important because we live through stories and that is what people identify with and it's it's an approach which has really worked with us i mean at the end of the day when you have kids or parents coming back to you and telling you that the kids i mean um this is not a project in bihar but this happened a couple of weeks ago while i was in bangalore we taken a bunch of kids um, uh, for an entrepreneurial visit to a pottery town and there were these traditional old potters who are making uh, pots out of mud and they were talking about replacing plastic these are you know these are 50 year old traditional craftsmen making pottery doing pottery and sort of uh, talking about how they can replace plastic and we taken a bunch of 15 20 kids and by the end of the day a girl came up to me and she said that i wanted to become something else but now that the pottery profession is dying i would like to go ahead and become a potter and support Aww. the artists around the country around the city and that i mean i had goosebumps at that point i have goosebumps right now while saying it actually when <laughs> you your stories of impact like that or when you your kids especially kids not even grown but also when your kids sort of uh, changing the values or aspiring to become better that really sort of makes a difference and ojas has to go forward and continue the good work that we've been doing until now yeah it's oh I, that's a beautiful story thank you for sharing that and uh yeah i i feel like like story using a story approach whether it's like whether you're a social entrepreneur or an entrepreneur or a, a, a huge business like a, using the power of story is really how you see success whether it's through your marketing whether it's through how you're managing your team um and whether it's how you are engaging your customers or for example in a non a not for profit setting like how to really connect more meaningfully um with um with your beneficiaries so i and i'm a huge huge believer in storytelling especially as a uh, a brand strategist in my in my other life um but so this is uh, this is just really beautiful to hear and you know when in diving into more of like your story as an organization you know what are maybe some of the um bigger hurdles that you need to get over in terms of um you know how you actually approach engaging youth in different um spaces so like for example would you find that or maybe what are the similarities similarities or key differences you would see when um navigating youth engagement in somewhere like bihar um versus somewhere like bombay right i mean uh, so 
I'll tell you the biggest hurdle we face is because we're in the non-for-profit sector and because we're dealing with government schools, there are a lot of government entities involved in the process and there are a lot of permissions that we have to take and go around, right? So uh, dealing with something in Bihar is completely different to dealing with something in Bombay because that level of education is there even amongst the government official so i mean right now with the bmc which is uh, the bombay local body running 1200 schools in bombay we're getting into a deal with them to sort of uh, uh, i'm sorry no no, no, no. the dogs in office we have three dogs in office uh, <laughs> that's awesome but, uh, yeah they're, they're really amazing <laughs> but um so yeah uh it's about the level of education that these government officials also have and how much they're willing to understand what you're trying to do so, uh, but a hurdle in a city, in a, in a state like Bihar would be, you know, how are you convincing uh, retention of girls in school, right? Because that's a big issue. Girls after the 12th grade are married out in Bihar or they're not allowed to pursue a career choice. A lot, like, I'm not saying all the girls, but say a majority, 90% mm, of them. Yeah. So how is it that you sort of have that conversation with the school teacher? with the parents or whoever you need to to have that girl pursue a career in Bombay where people are a little more open and uh, uh, they don't think the tradition, they don't have the traditional mindset and they're not dealing with it the same way. So uh, a lot of governmental and a lot of mindset uh, uh, differences that are there uh, uh, dealing in different parts. Uh, Bihar, to be very frank, is a it's a separate country, Jasmine. It's, it's like a separate mm. place altogether. I can <laughs> imagine. Kind of problems, the kind of situations. And the people are really wonderful, right? I've been there myself. It's not it's not the people. The people are great. In fact, the most down to the most humble, the most, you know, helpful people you possibly meet all over India. It's just that they are they have been bound by a traditional society. They've been bound by an um, oppressive uh, patriarchal society. Mm. which uh, they are willing to get out of, but they don't have enough education or enough resources to sort of get out of that, which we've been sort of trying to change along with a couple. There are a couple of other organizations who are doing great work in Bihar. And we are trying to do that with the government, but uh, on a grassroots level, on a ground level, these are things which take time. Whereas in cities like Bangalore and Kolkata and Bombay, it's a lot easier because people have that understanding. People have broken out of that uh, to an extent of that patriarchal system and people are more understanding about uh, you know new things which we're trying to implement so i mean you can't even compare bombay and uh, bihar in in that matter yeah i figured i just wanted to kind of dive in because yeah. yeah again it's just there's so many layers there's so yeah, many so many layers yeah. yeah and and you know you have to be so strategic but also so patient with um, yeah. especially when there's so many stakeholders and you're dealing with so many different um, cultural barriers, uh, possibly yeah. religious barriers, there's social and economic barriers, like it's, it's heavy. So I, I think it's overall, I think it's just incredible that, um, you know, uh, School Chale has been able to build up such a, a, an incredible and impactful platform. And, um, you know, as we start to wind down, I'd actually really love to go into, I, I think the coding program is so badass. And I would love to uh, learn more about, you know, what that kind of looks like, the process and some of the outcomes of the coding right. program. Right. Okay. So our coding program is called Goals Who Code. It's, uh, in fact, particularly a small project uh, 
given the intensity that we follow in Bihar. But that is one of the projects that I personally onboarded Microsoft for. So Microsoft is funding that program, and uh, it's essentially to teach. Uh, I mean, um, again, to go ground level, Bihar. Bihar has three thousand government schools. All these schools have computer rooms, but these computer rooms have no computers. Nor do the schools have a computer teacher. Yes. <laughs> okay. So these kids have legitimately never operated or even seen a home screen of a laptop in their lives, right? Mm-hmm. And here we are trying to teach them how to code. So I mean, uh, again, the realities of it is we're not going to teach girls how to code by the end of the program. But what our objective is to get them. I mean, first when we started, when we onboarded the program, and Microsoft was like, okay, we're going to teach. We want to teach girls in Bihar how to code, and it was aligning with uh, our other program called Get a Plan. So what I proposed to them is we teach girls problem solving and design thinking skills through code instead of teaching them how to code. Because um, uh, once you become a problem solver, or once you get that ability to solve problems, any sort of problems that you uh, uh, experience in your day to day life, right? That is one skill which comes in handy no matter what you want to do. So our whole objective around the program is to teach girls problem solving things through code. And how we did this is we. Tried Trying to do this through very interactive mediums, so we have hired all girls, sixteen all women coding team in Bihar. These are girls who, these are young girls, twenty, twenty-two years old, who are the implementers in the state of Bihar. And how we're doing this is, we started off with uh, first, we actually um, we first decided what are the mediums that we're going to use to actually. Uh, Get this program through because there are no computers in the school. So we bought out a set of laptops. We take four laptops. We take a projector and a speaker to each and every class for implementation. For content, we made these five to ten minute videos. So we're using, uh, you know, have you heard of Lego kits and um, the robots that you can make through Lego or Microsoft kits? Yes, we use absolutely. These, we, use, <laughs> we use these Lego kits and these Microsoft kits, which okay. you can sort of just give an instructor and that robot moves. And we've been taking these two schools and we've actually been sort of teaching the girls uh, how you can make a robot move through code, through the laptop. So it initially started with, first it started with digital literacy because they need to know that first. So we first told them what computers are and where all can you use a computer and what are the professions that you need a computer, which is everything now. And basic internet browsing, what are the elements, what is basic your Microsoft applications like Word and Excel and what are they used for. So first couple of classes of a very basic digital literacy of how to use a computer, what are they used for so that it helps them in life. We've picked up these two girls in a government school in Bangalore. They're from the eighth grade and they know how to code. So these are the girls who are, um, are what do you call it? Uh, they, are, they are protagonists. So we start each class with a five or 10 minute video through what coding is or what digital literacy is. So it's not us who's telling these girls Girls, these 9th, 10th grade girls, what coding is or what digital literacy is. We show them a video of two girls who are their age, who belong to a different city, but are talking to them in their language. So, who are talking to them, to these girls in Bihar in a video and telling them what digital literacy is. So, it really gets them excited. It helps them visualize themselves in those girls' position. And then we basically go on with the curriculum of we basically use the laptop with them, we make groups of four and we use the Lego kits with them. And uh, in around April, we're going to hold this huge contest around 50 schools where everyone who's learned how to, you know, 
do basic coding and problem solving through coding all of them are going to come up with ideas of what they want to do later in life or how they going to use coding or engineering as a background to become something in life or start an on uh, or become an entrepreneur and we're going to invite ideas from all these girls and have a really fun event planned out in april for you know <laughs> over 10000 kids in patna so uh, yeah the basic program overview it started with sort of teaching girls how to solve problems through code we started off with digital literacy we have these two protagonists who are girls in bangalore but the age same age as the girls in bihar who act as an again aspirational figure and then we have a all girls team going to these schools with laptops with projectors with speakers talking to them interacting with them making them use the robots making them use the laptops and you know very hands on learning where i mean we want each girl to be able to use a laptop to see what it feels like so that if they want to do it going do anything related to it later in life they are able to they're not you know alien to the concept of it so yeah that's a program uh, with microsoft it's called girls who code and it's teach 10000 girls in bihar how to problem solve through coding Oh that is so incredible and it's so funny but i have to mention this that like even just a simple the simple um concept of just having these all girl teams go teach these all girl programs makes yeah. such a difference because then those young girls get to see themselves in the leaders and and yeah. that's a whole other element of empowerment so um that is absolutely amazing and from my understanding you are the one who wrote and secured the funding for this program yeah Congratulations. Yeah. That is a huge accomplishment. Like I I hope like when you walk down the street people clap as you walk by because that is absolutely that, 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 that's 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 a little extreme that a lot of people <laughs> doing good work as long as they're impact I'm happy to be very honest. No, it's it's so beautiful and um you're very humble but that is absolutely incredible. I'm I'm so inspired and I'm so excited that I got to to sit with you on an episode because I I think um you know even some of the things like um even where my work here in beacon air like we um we launched or we used to run just a small community hub in our guest house so that youth in the community could kind of access books and laptops um because we realized that a lot of the older girls who were like finishing um secondary school and going into post secondary they didn't have access to computers and they were writing all of their like essays and yeah. um doing all their research on their phone and i was like yeah. that is just insane so yeah. just being able to provide a few laptops to some of the girls in the community was a huge uh, was such a was such a huge moment for them and um yeah. so it's beautiful watching our programs grow as well and having more young people access um laptops yeah, it's, it's, it's just incredible seeing their response because Absolutely. i mean a lot of them are very amazed right first of all there are these two girls on a video from bangalore talking to you directly uh, <laughs> about coding and about laptops and about digital literacy so that's that it starts with the bang and then then you have these four so we made uh, the 16 girls are divided into groups of four mm-hmm. and they go to different schools so i mean these girls who are our team members and are going are the implementers of the program it's you know they are also like idols they are also like you know these are girls who have done the engineering and they serve as a idol for the girls in the school because they see them as you know uh, go women who have actually gone and secured jobs in, in this profession that they're learning about so that becomes one really good you know wow moment for them and then finally you know they're so excited when i see the video and we have a film team who goes sometimes to these schools and records or the girls run 
definitely take when i see you know a girl sort of operating a laptop and um entering an instruction for a robot to move and pressing enter laughing in this excited and this saying that it's, it's so nice to see that reaction happening in a school while they're sort of operating things out of a laptop but it like it really gives you the sort of vision to go forward this has been such an inspiring interview raj thank you so much for taking time out of your uh very busy it seems schedule with all these incredible programs going on um but before um i let you go just wanted to uh you know share with our audience you know where can uh, our audience learn more about going to school and um you know access some of the different content that you guys are sharing you can find us on instagram or facebook uh, with uh, facebook it's called going to school on instagram it's called school chale we also have another challenge for our national television show called um, children's crappy news service on instagram same on facebook we also have a youtube channel called going to school where we upload all our beautiful content uh, it's not optimized we don't really uh, do a lot of ads or any ads for it but you can find all our content on going to school youtube as well so we're there everywhere on social amazing and for our audience just check the show notes i'll make sure that all the links are included there um raj thank you so much for your time today it has been such a pleasure chatting with you yes. and i really hope that i get to uh, experience what you guys are up to across the country in the near future it's so beautiful so thank you so much it was great talking to you thank you for having me here absolutely thank you thank you Huh, feeling inspired? See what other impact stories we have to share over on causeartist.com. Be sure to subscribe for weekly updates from Grant and I about content, giveaways, and new episodes from Disruptors for Good and Impact India. Looking to learn more about social impact and conscious living in India? Hit me up on Instagram at Jasmine Rain. Cheers, friends!